0: Hello my dear curious friend, welcome to yet another episode of the Curious Power Podcast Sessions. Today we have a special episode because I have invited back Sydney. Sydney that showed us Montreal and we are talking about couchsurfing because she has been a couchsurfer for 10 years. So if you don't know what couchsurfing is, that episode will be interesting for you. If you have tried couchsurfing but didn't work for you, that episode will be interesting for you. If you are considering maybe, shall we try couch surfing or are there any alternatives? Well, this episode, you see where I'm going, right? This episode will be interesting for you. So, without further ado, we already know Sydney, but let's start talking about couch surfing. Hello, Sydney. Welcome back to the podcast session. How are you doing today?
1: I am doing great. Despite that it's negative 27 out today, um, still trying to survive the winter cold. My, my window that- was so frozen. I couldn't even close it.
0: Is that Celsius?
1: Celsius, yes.
0: Minus 27. That brings me back to the days when I was in Bulgaria and it was minus 30 and you still had to go to school. <laughs> there should no- have
1: been a pandemic then.
0: <laughs> yeah, what was the pandemic back then? We were hoping for... Uh, you know flu season or something like that we were in school and praying um but then i came to london and it's it was so funny because you see the temperatures go to zero minus one you see you know just an just a centimeter of snow and people are going crazy like oh no we cannot operate the trains we need to start no we're not going anywhere like this is crazy you should go to bulgaria Oh, it's anyway so funny. Th- thanks so much for joining us again you were with us when you showed us montreal which was really nice yeah. uh, however today in this episode we're gonna be doing something else uh, it's still related to traveling we're gonna be talking about couch surfing as we um discuss you and i what it is what it is not and what is uh what is the gossips around couch surfing what the hell is happening there yeah.
1: Yeah, so I have been an avid couch surfer uh since my I don't know like for about 10 years maybe. Um I first did couch surfing when the <laughs> when the Duchess and the prince, like talking about William and, and Kate, were here in Canada, in Ottawa, uh for the first time. And um uh, every hotel and every like everything was just completely booked. So Hello. we couldn't possibly even um try and get a place, even if we wanted to. So that was absolutely insane, right? And like, just thinking about how crazy that really sounds, like you never know um, what is going to happen when you're wanting to go somewhere and you're like, where should I stay? Everything is booked. And uh, we don't know that many people in the capital city. So then a friend of mine um, said, just out of just try it. Just create a profile today and see if somebody would host you when you're there. So my friend and I, we created profiles. And, um, and then luckily, an uh, older lady and her husband um, gave us her son's room. And uh, he was couch surfing all across Europe. So we got to take his room. and It was kind of like, you know, meant to be you know, because he was staying at other people's places. So we got to stay there. And it was so wonderful, such a wonderful experience. Um, Each experience is super different. But I um, I have to say that without couch surfing, my life, my travel, my experiences, and my personal growth would have been very different.
0: Yeah. Um you say, so. okay, so everyone who doesn't know what couch surfing is, couch surfing a website slash application where you get in touch with people that are locals. So let's say you go to Denmark, but you don't want to look for hotels. You want to stay with somebody local. So you go to the website, search for people that are in Denmark and they're offering their couch slash spare bed slash uh blow up mattress <laughs> and just stay there for how much time? You want, or how much time they allow you? You know, it's yeah. it's interesting how this happened to you because you got into uh, you know people already knew you. However, on my case, uh, I also created an account. I always been traveling with people uh, to destination, and I, I never was a tr- solo traveler. But I wanted to experience that. I wanted to try it, and I was like, okay, I, I want to go to Helsinki. I was going to uh, Finland. And mm-hmm. I created an account and I messaged people. However, not everybody replied, and probably because they didn't have any reviews, you know, like, hey, this, yeah. this is a new dude. This message, you like, created an account a week ago and he wants to stay in my place. No, thanks. I understand that. Um, however, there's this guy, Tony, who welcomed me. And the reason why he welcomed me was because he saw my YouTube videos. He's like, oh, yeah, you know what? You look like a cool guy. Let's do that. So this is, this is just another perk of what I'm talking to uh, my audience here is just create content online because it opens uh, doors that you, you don't even know they exist there. Um, so after that, after your first experience with car surfing, did you start loving it or is like, okay, let's try it a bit more? Like what happened after that?
1: I actually immediately wanted to, uh, experience it as a host. So I want, I had that, oh. you had that feeling that when somebody was so kind and generous to you, because this is all free, they're doing it for free. They didn't ask for anything. If anything, they will like offer to feed you sometimes too. and yeah. um, or like take you to places and spend like all of their, you know, time and, and resources and knowledge and everything, which you will never get anywhere else. Um, So it actually inspired me to want to give back to this community because I felt like it was such a wonderful experience. So I started hosting as well, um, people here in downtown Montreal. And uh, so I got to host a lot of different people, people from, um, you know, the U.S., uh, people from um, Germany, people from Spain, people from like everywhere. And it was so interesting um, to be able to meet all of these different people and understand their journey and their experiences with couchsurfing. And I got to uh, make a lot of interesting connections that otherwise I wouldn't have made.
0: So, okay, if you have to compare hosting and, you know, couchsurfing like which one would you would you of course they're different but what what's your criteria what would you like more
1: so my criteria for hosting would be you have to have reviews so unfortunately (laughs) i wouldn't have accepted you You'll
0: cut me straight away over there
1: (laughs) yeah i'd be one of those people who be like i don't know who you are
0: (laughs) but okay but hold on let's talk about that so if you if somebody if i message you i don't have any reviews would you try and check on me somewhere else or you just like straight away no thanks
1: i think i wouldn't have been that clever as as your host tony
0: okay maybe i have <laughs> sent maybe i have maybe i was the clever one in this one because maybe i send links to tony because oh look this is what i do maybe i'll do something for Helsinki. I, I don't remember it was a while ago but um how let, let's talk about it now before we go back to this i want to go back to this yeah. but for somebody new who is yeah. new into couchsurfing, how can they jump over these barriers of no reviews?
1: Yeah. So, um, you can host because there's a lot mm. of people that are wanting to, you know, probably visit your area. Um, so that is a great and fast way to get reviews is just to host somebody. And even if you don't like, let's say you live with your parents or other roommates who don't want you to host, there's an option for you to just take people around and uh, just hang out. So take them to wherever you locally hang out, you know, a sports bar or um, take them on a tour or take them just wherever. Right. And I've done that as well um, at times too. So I've done actually all of them. Um, and I, I feel like I like hosting and surfing a little bit more than I like the whole meeting thing, but I also really enjoy that during times where I couldn't. So those are great ways to, to get reviews super easy. Uh, the other way, um, for, for other hosts who don't care about reviews would be that you have to write something that that is meaningful. So tell somebody why you are there. Why did you choose that place? Why did you choose that city? And why did you choose that person?
0: Okay. So first step always work towards your reviews, but it makes sense. It makes sense. Okay. So let's go back to your criteria then. Has the person I need to do has reviews and what else?
1: um hopefully they don't have bad reviews because they show up on the site a little differently mm-hmm. than all their other reviews so um usually if they have like you know even one bad review that will be very easy to find so hopefully you don't have bad reviews that's that's important you can't just have any review
0: okay okay any any other so you are basically looking at the reviews i mean
1: i do i do look at that mm. a lot. Um, and when I was traveling Asia, for example, uh, this was when I was a a surfer. So I was staying in, uh, different hostels all around. I didn't really know my schedule, but I wanted somebody to like hang out with and like, you know, show me around and stuff. And so when I posted, there were a few people that did reply back, which was great. Um, in Asia from my experiences or the places that I went to, it was harder to get a host anyway. Um, but that was fine. As long as, you know, I felt like I could connect with locals there. So, I found a girl who was my age, and she took me everywhere on her motorcycle, which was amazing. Uh, this was in uh, Bali. Took me out with her friends. Hold on, sorry, and sorry.
0: The, the connection got bad, and I didn't hear. This was this was where?
1: Bali, Indonesia.
0: Oh, Bali. Okay.
1: Yeah, and uh, so she took us out. Uh, she took me out and and uh, doing exactly what. She does every single Friday, which was go to karaoke with her friends. So we all did that and they wanted to hear uh, me sing with an American accent, like all their songs. And like, I was by far the worst one. And um, and then she took me um, around to go snorkeling and to go um, like boating. And like the locals got way better deals than any tourist ever would. But because I do look Asian, she was like, just sit, on my motorcycle, put the helmet on and like, don't talk to anybody and I will make the deals and, and get us these day trips and everything. And it was amazing. Everything costs like $15 for like the whole day. It's great. And this includes the boat.
0: So, so, so probably you jump into my next question. So, uh, but first of all, how many, how many experiences you had as a couch surfer? Oh Roughly. my gosh. Roughly. Uh, a
1: lot. 50? Probably over 50. Probably 50. over 50. Okay so on top of your
0: head which one is your favorite you know to be to be in
1: um probably the one i had in spain
0: oh where
1: yeah so in, in spain it was in a very small town that we've never heard of so um my my boyfriend at the time and i were traveling around europe and then we we realized that we really like to hang out with locals um, at certain parts of the day. Anyway, usually in the evenings, since we have no idea where to go. Um, so, and also we don't speak Spanish. That 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 also is a limitation. <laughs> and so, um, what happened was that one of the places we wanted to visit was uh, uh, Zaragoza. Zegosa, and uh. that was the main city. However, they lived in Gesa. Yeah. Ooh, so they is lived it, in is
0: the- Huesca?
1: No, it's G E L S A. Okay. Yeah, so this is like a small town. Like there was one store and it was not a store. It was someone's home. And there's no way we would have found this store. And so they picked us up in the in the main city and then uh, drove us back to to their place. And uh we stayed in this like kind of like a kids' room. Um it was like their attic that had like uh these these like single beds, and then it had its own balcony and it was super nice. They had their own wine cellar because apparently everybody there did. And um, and then it was so amazing. So we asked them, we're like, why did you choose us, you know? And They were both business owners. She had a psychology practice and he uh, owned his engineering firm. And they said, well, we are both business owners and it is important to us to get to practice our English with Mm -hmm. travelers. I'm like, what a great idea. And it was so amazing uh, that they did everything in English with us the whole weekend. They took us to a monastery. They told us uh, the history of the Spanish Roman Empire where the queen was buried. Um, they uh, they explained to us, um, you know, all roads lead to Rome, and we got to walk on those roads. They took us to a salt lake and got to see like different animals, like little insects and little animals that I've actually never seen before. Um, and then we got to learn about how important pigs were in Spain and that they got to like play in farms, but like they played with like balloons and they had music and all of these things and like these really high-end farms. Um, and then they, yeah, so they just like brought us around everywhere and then made us this, um, incredible, like they called it mushroom from the mountains that like one of their cousins like forged. Um, And then I made them um, Canadian style uh, French toast, which was our brunch. And so this is how we made our brunch. But then I realized I was like, I don't know how to get any of the ingredients here. (laughs) So they took us to this like store, which was the back of this old lady's house. And it was so funny because I was like, do you have sliced bread or do you only have these giant breads, right? (laughs) And I was like, I can't make it if it's not like a sliced bread. And she's like, let me check in the back. I don't even know what that means. The back was just her living room. And she comes back and she did have an American sliced bread. So that was great. And then we're like, okay, we also need maple syrup. And my host was like, oh, I know where there's maple syrup. It's at my mom's house. I'm like, your mom is the only person with maple syrup, like in the whole village. Like, how do you know this? and it was because they they traveled and that was one of the things that they got was was maple syrup so I made them this uh this french toast and then I wanted to go buy fruits um and so they're like okay we're gonna bring you to a different old lady's house like I said none of these places had signs right that means that there's no way I would have found it if if they were not with us consistently this whole time and uh we went to another old lady's house and she was like okay I, I she gave us like I don't know, two or three pounds of grapes. Like it was a lot of grapes. That's what she meant by fruits. And I'm like, why does she have so many grapes? She goes, this is the lady with the vineyard. <laughs> so it was just like the grapes from her vineyard. And that was like our snack for the whole train ride. It was great.
0: No, it's, it's funny what you're saying, because if I just Googled the, the place that uh, you mentioned and you can see yeah. in 2018, the population was just under a thousand people. So it's a really yes, small was- place.
1: With
0: the two of us, it was 997. Yeah. And, you know, when you're talking, uh, when you were talking about this, I just uh, imagine all the stories uh, that we had in Bulgaria with all the village where it has one priest, you know, one, (laughs) uh, it has the mayor, it has the doctor, it has the teacher, you know, and, and always one. know you have one um and you actually brought me back in time when i was uh, living in the village um and we had a house there and i was going to buy bread and as you say they come in these big loaves of bread and then when i start walking back home it's it's freshly made bread it's so soft Smells nice, warm. And by the time I go home, half of it is gone. <laughs> and they sent me back again <laughs> to buy another bread. <laughs> and then my parents learned that lesson. They were sending me to buy two breads, you know, um, mm. from from that time on. But um, what I wanted to say is you asked them why did they accept you? But why the hell would you like to go in a village of a thousand people population?
1: Well, first, we did not Google it. So that was... <laughs> right off the bat. We're like, okay. this is going to be, funny. um, because we were just traveling around with like one of those semi agenda type travels. Like, uh, so that was the the weekend of my birthday. So I had my birthday in Madrid and then we wanted to go and see if a, a couple more cities, but we didn't really know where. And so we just like sent out uh, different requests to people just in the general region which just means all over the country. And we're like, we'll see what happens. And uh, we thought that Zedigo was really interesting interesting history. There was lots of things to see, Um, but we didn't know where um, all the surrounding areas were. So when uh, they accepted us, they wrote a really nice, like beautiful um, reply, like an email message um, to explain who they were and um, how they were really excited to have us. And, you know, that they really liked things on our profiles too, which was great. And so um, I just felt like this was a really great connection. There was somebody who was about five or seven years older than us um, which was also great because then like they probably bring us to places that, you know, um, are, are age appropriate for us. And um, and they they're like, and we have room for you. And also like, yeah, so we accepted them, uh, not necessarily because we're like, we have to go to this village, but it was for all of those other kinds of um, adventure like factors that just came in and it all really worked out so well.
0: So basically, you're wanted to go to Saragossa and then you didn't limit yourself only to Saragossa, but you expand your radius. Okay, that makes sense. All right, interesting. So, what would you say to somebody who is shy and is like, oh no, 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 couch surfing? No, I need to talk to people. Um, maybe they're dangerous. No, 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 not for me. What would you say to those people?
1: Yeah, I mean, for sure, anybody could be dangerous. That is a valid that is a valid cautionary thought.
0: But what if they and, have good reviews? <laughs>
1: <laughs> then they probably have good reviews. And, <laughs> they're probably uh, yeah, not that bad. Probably, yeah, I know. They're probably not that bad. Like somebody like them, right? So a lot of the reviews, for example, will tell you a lot about the person. Not just that they're great or whatever, but a lot of the reviews do actually tell you what they did. So like this person took me here, this person did this, and this person like showed me around to, to these places, which will also give you an idea of what your experiences might be like, right? So um, somebody who, I don't know, goes to church and takes you to church with them. Maybe they're somebody who is of faith. And um, and maybe churches is something that you really wanna see because that's apparently what you do a lot of when we go to Europe. We just see a whole bunch of churches we've never seen here. And um, and then this person, you know, likes to, um, you know, do these 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 kinds of activities. And then you can ask yourself, well, are these the kinds of things that I would normally do in my city? Yes or no. Do I have a lot in common with this host and with this person? And um and yeah, and and so that's kind of how you would make your immediate kinds of judgments as well. Um, so and also that? The, you, you, like you I dimple- said, like a great way to
0: Sorry, I didn't hear that. You jump over again. Where? You make the, what did you say? You make a connection or what? You make a that.
1: connection uh, and then you can base your judgments on how connected you you feel and how comfortable you feel. Um, And then, of course, just to get used to community and things like that, you can also offer to show people around in your own city.
0: Yeah. And well, ask
1: them firsthand what their experiences were like so far.
0: Yeah, when you mentioned churches, uh, I just remember the churches you have with the escalators over there in Montreal. (laughs) Yes. Crazy. Um,
1: Yes. I've I've sent a lot of people that podcast. They're like, where is this church? We want to (laughs) go.
0: You know, the thing is, um, even if, even if, you know, whoever is listening or watching, even if you're shy, um, the way I like to travel is I like to experience, you know, it's really difficult to travel somewhere and then just take photos and, you know, claim that you actually travel to this destination because you, in my mind, and I see it in your mind as well, it we didn't actually travel, it we just went, you know, took a picture and went back. You know, if you learn yeah. something about the place, if you learn about the peaks, how important they're for Spain, and if you learn about the Roman way, you know, that is for human travel. And then when you get to locals... Um, it, before couch surfing, I would just go to walking tours and then from there meet people and then speak to the guide and speak to people in restaurant, you know, still interact with locals. However, couch surfing is a really good free option to get close to the culture. And it's a really, really a great option to experience. Um, yeah, absolutely.
1: Did, did I could not agree more. I think more people should do it.
0: Mm. Do do you think we are missing something about couchsurfing? Do do you think we need to point out something else?
1: Um, If we're missing something about couchsurfing, yeah. So they have changed the site a lot. So it's not exactly the same as, you know, as as free or as liberal or Mm. as, um, you know, abundance as we used to have it. So I i am not the biggest fan of of these different changes uh the but you know that's kind of their their business and there's not a lot that i feel like we can so do ho- about okay, it. okay
0: hold on i have only after my trip to helsinki i realized yeah. it's i'm not a s- solo travel guy i will always travel with people um yeah. so um i i didn't go to couchsurfing after that and that was probably two maybe three years ago so okay. what is happening with the site now why what are the changes
1: um, yeah, so you have you you limit the number of requests that you can provide, for example, and those who've been on it for a long time, they're asking for um for fees and 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 other things that wasn't there before. and um, and then what is it? Yeah, and they also keep your data until unless you pay those those fees. So you also can't delete your old account or do anything with it or change it. It's just like there. So it's a very it's very kind of strange how they're doing this. And um and yeah, all of these things were not there before. You just had a free account. Mm-hmm. You um asked as many people as you wanted. Otherwise, like that's why I said we asked everybody in Spain and just to kind of see like what would happen. Who would, who would like, you know, want to um, hang out with us and have room and, and you know, do these different kinds of activities. But um, but yeah, so now it is a little bit um, different and it's a little bit more restrictive. They're probably going to have more changes again, maybe even by the time this podcast launches. <laughs> who knows?
0: Yeah, I just opened the website and it sees that they asked me for, oh, even though I I, log, I just logged in on my account, they asked me for a monthly subscription of 240 pounds or an annual for 14, 30 pounds. Yeah. Um, and that it's wasn't weird there. That they existed. do
1: that right now when people aren't allowed to travel. Like, so these are the kinds of decisions that I find confusing.
0: Okay. In that case, then, is there any alternative of couch surfing? That's the biggest question now.
1: Um, alternative to couch surfing. So uh in terms of the walking around with uh, getting that local experience, I've always done something called the Sandman Tours, ah. which was in um, Classic Europe yeah,
0: all over Europe.
1: Yeah, exactly. So you have to be able to walk for like over two hours, though, because like, there's no there's no resting situation. No. It seems so everyone there is, you know, fairly active shape. That's good. And um, and then some of the great uh, tour guides that we've had. Uh, they also invite us out for um, you. They, they call it like drinks with Pablo. You know, just like go to his favorite bar with his friends, and anybody is allowed to come to go. And I think that's pretty cool. Um, so that is a very local experience, and they got to tell you things that they didn't have to show you their favorite bars or you know place mm. that they go to. And these these really interesting stories about history, um, about the war, about all these things that you know we don't know about, or we read it in, with different eyes in our textbook just based on wherever country you're from. Yeah. Um, so that is great. And, um, but in terms of, you know, anything else that is an alternative, there is also like Facebook groups and social media groups that have these as well. Everything from ride shares to staying with people, um, they kind of come and go. So you do have to see what is available in your area.
0: Hmm. I just, I just, uh, jump quickly on Facebook. And if you just Google couch surfing groups, uh, mm-hmm. many will pop up. So for example, couch surfing, London has 11,000 members. So probably yeah. will be worth just Google Couchsurfing uh, and then the city you want to go to. Um, so yeah. probably that's a, that's a good option. Because the, the things that you mentioned is just um, getting to experience and getting to walking tours. However, if you want to stay with somebody, you know, probably mm-hmm. you know, after the pandemic, uh, but if you want to stay with somebody, probably these Facebook groups are a good option. Okay, I think we covered a lot. Um, any final thoughts from your side?
1: Um, Yeah, so I do hope that that more people get to have these kinds of experiences. When I was talking about travel with one of my um, older neighbors in my building, we were talking about it just last week, um, he was like, how have you been to so many places? How have you lived so many lives? And he was asking me this. And I said that I was lucky enough to grow up with opportunities and uh, technology and When you do get to grow up with these different opportunities and technology and you don't take advantage of it, then that is a huge shame. And so I do find that being able to live in a more cultured world and being able to understand things from locals' eyes, you'll get to start to see that the world is really an all-inclusive place. And it makes the world kinder, it makes the world better, and and we can all stand for more of that in our future, can't we? (laughs)
0: You said it's so beautiful I think it will be really big fun to travel with you I hope oh my god yeah. I hope one day I hope one day I'll get the chance if you come to Europe definitely uh, give me a shout I mean you know, I will
1: I have great reviews so you can see them
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay okay <laughs> <laughs> okay um, fantastic that was great thanks so much for sharing your insights about couchsurfing um, if anybody has any questions about couch surfing, send me a message or send Sydney a message because she has way more experience than me uh, as usual her contacts will be in the description and then um, I just uh, want to wish you a fantastic day and Sydney thanks so much for joining us uh, it was a great pleasure
1: absolutely thank you
0: And that's a wrap for yet another travel episode. Thank you so much for listening the whole thing. If you have listened that on Apple Podcasts, please leave a review. That will mean a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to me. Also, if you have a friend, a cousin or a teacher or anybody else who you think will be suitable for this series, please connect us and let's make this happen. Thanks so much once again. I wish you a fantastic day.